Woke up this morning and got myself a gun. My mama always said I'd be the chosen one. Said I'm one in a million, I've got to burn to shine. But I was born under a bad sign with a blue moon in my eyes. When I woke up this morning, mama always said I'm the chosen one. Oh, welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger. That is Christian. You never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Small hands. That was your problem. And we are your hosts with the post. Every week, Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is The Sopranos. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Uh, first of all, a huge thanks to some guy named Jordan West from YouTube for that incredible cover of the Sopranos theme song. Uh, I believe, uh, you found that one. Uh-huh. Along with about It's, it's just some guy others. on his porch looking at the, his, uh, phone recording himself singing along to a theme song that, uh, <laughs> he does not know. doesn't really understand or know or anything. Don't know what compels a guy to do that, uh, but uh, thanks again, Jordan. Uh, you do not know this is happening, and uh, you probably never will, but uh, thanks. Um, and maybe we'll share some of those other ones we found uh, somewhere else at some point. Does that sound fine? That sounds good to me, yep. And also, uh, we are recording this. Do you know what today is? It's the seventh <laughs> anniversary of Tony Soprano, of, uh, Tony Soprano, James Gandolfini's death. That's correct. Wow, what a what a seven years it's been. <laughs> the world has gotten significantly worse, and it can't be a coincidence. <laughs> Just imagine what he would have to say about all the stuff going on. Oof, he'd probably say, Maron. <laughs> Just imagine what he'd have to say about the prequel movie coming out, uh, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> but before, before we get too far into it, Christian, what the hell is The Sopranos? Uh, the Sopranos is a TV show that you... Uh, you badgered me to watch until I finally broke down and watched it and enjoyed it. Uh, but this, that's my description of it. Uh, mm-hmm. This description is from Simple Wikipedia. All right. <laughs> the Sopranos is an American crime drama television series. It ran from 1997 until 2000, or 1999 until 2007. The program is based on the life of Italian-American organized crime. The main character, Tony Soprano, is a New Jersey-based waste consultant management Wow. Waste consultant mm. who is also a mer- member of the American Mafia. Soprano is trying to battle the problems of his home life and his work life. In the first episode, we meet the Soprano family who seem to have an average American life. When Tony, when Tony talks to his counselor, we learn about his secret criminal-based life. So Sounds good. <laughs> from that description, does it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I, I think uh, simple Wikipedia is, is also the... Uh, standard Italian American Wikipedia, but uh, would you say that's <laughs> that's accurate? Yeah, yeah. Although let's just leave it at you, that. You did have some trouble with a little bit of it. So, yeah. Uh, what else is new? What else is new? You know what else is Marone. new? Are uh, our, our uh, posts? Postlicianos. Let's get some of them. Do you have yes, some? I do. Let me start let's with get one started. here. So, uh, someone asked Cora, what do Italians think of the Sopranos HBO series? And 
Aldo Marcioni, who studied at University of Milan, answered. So a real life, a real full-blooded Italian guy here. That's right. In general, they do not think anything because it is unknown in Italy. And good for you because the few of us that had a sample don't like it at all. Mm. It's a collection of the worst stereotypes and prejudices. (laughs) It doesn't help the mutual friendship and understanding. Unpleasant, ugly, false, and quite often just ridiculous. Mm. Try to do the same against any Muslim group. Mm. Seven upvotes on that one. Ah, mm. So some some folks uh, agreed with old Aldo there uh, that there could not be a <laughs> a, a, yeah. a prestige television series about uh, a, a Muslim mafia family. Uh, but it does what, sound good. Is that just uh, like what? ISIS or Al Qaeda? Is that? Would you say the? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 the opening of the Sopranos, but it's uh, just Osama bin Laden in the back of like a uh, Humvee. Mm-hmm. You know, in the first season, they had the uh, the, the the World Trade Center was featured in the uh uh-huh. the opening. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> they never say why they cut that out. Uh, yeah, they do. <laughs> so, uh, Sopranos may be great, but it's far from perfect. There were a lot of goof-em-ups on the show. And thankfully, the users over at IMDb curated these goofs and bloopers for mm. our amusement. So let's Good. read some of these big-time mess-ups. None of the characters based or from New York speak with a New York accent. <laughs> okay. Tony shouldn't be worried about his mother testifying against him because she was clearly not mentally stable. Therefore, Tony's lawyer can easily discredit her. <laughs> okay. In the beginning of the series, Junior says running away from the authorities right before they're about to get arrested is undignified and embarrassing. However, throughout the series, we see several mafia running away. (laughs) These are goofs. These are goofs. Tony should have promoted Bobby Bacala Bacalari to management sooner because Tony's uncle, Uncle Junior, trusted Bobby too. Unlike Christopher, Bobby wasn't a drug addict and alcoholic. Since Bobby is a family member, it is highly unlikely he would become an FBI foreman. So, another big goof. <laughs> uh, Goofs and gaffs all over the place. Tony shouldn't have Benny Fazio sent to collect money for the family because he clearly doesn't appear physically intimidating. Mm, okay. And finally, when Tony knew his panic attacks was caused by eating red meat, he should have stopped eating red meat. <laughs> so, all in all, these seem more like uh, general beefs with <laughs> yeah, the creators the of the show and not uh, a goof or a blooper necessarily and and not to mention benny fazio is five foot nine inches tall which is an imposing and downright impressive height for mm-hmm. a man so seemingly impossibly I tall <laughs> Goliath i can't understand of a man. i can't understand where that where where this person has a problem with that yeah i mean uh certainly of all the things in the show that uh can be nitpicked i don't i don't know if saying uh uh, Tony sh- wanted to stop having panic attacks because of red meat. He should have stopped eating red meat. You could argue possibly that uh, that's precisely why he still kept eating it because uh, the, sh- the show was sh- uh, highlighting that this guy's a big, big dumb moron. Yeah, he doesn't right. care about that stuff. Now, interesting. You think he's a moron? Hmm. That's interesting. I think we'll cover something about that. That's right. Later we do on. have a post later on about that very topic. <laughs> so. The uh, the ending of The Sopranos is mm-hmm. is probably one of the most well known uh, series finales out there. That's right. Um, and a lot of fans have theories on what actually happened uh, in the last couple minutes of that 
uh, scene there. That's right. A, a guy named Ryan posted this interesting theory onto Facebook. Honestly, if you believe that Tony and Syl died at the end of the show, if that were the case, then the Soprano family wasn't that far behind. Anthony Soprano, God bless him, was not particularly good at being a Don. He gave away too many people, too many people passes, did stupid shit impulsively, even when it would have gone against his interest, and was way too dysfunctional to stay in the game for a long time. But we know that. Polly or Patsy would have been the next logical line of Dons, but Polly would have had no leadership skills. He's basically like Dan from Street Fighter when you think about all the other Dons before him. <laughs> if that would have failed, it was not long before the last name no last no name scrub would have gotten wiped off the face of the earth. And that's when Artie Bucco returns to take the throne. What? You see, there was a reason he kept so close to Tony. Tony knew it subconsciously, but he never got the chance to know. But Artie was being groomed in the shadows to take his true place as rightful Don. Artie Bucco, or should I call him by his real name, Ercole Soprano. Mm. So for folks out there that aren't uh, as hip to the uh, Sopranos uh, lore as uh, some may be, uh, Ercole Soprano is a character mentioned but never seen in the series and is uh, Tony's mentally retarded uncle. Yep. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, the character of Artie Bucco is... (laughs) at least the same age if not younger than tony soprano yeah about so, 40 years younger than uh, <laughs> what uh Eckley was uh oh, supposed to be yeah it's uh, it's supposed to be it's like hercules it's the uh oh what, it's the uh, the italian version of that that's right okay um so dan from street fighter yeah <laughs> what the fuck does that mean <laughs> when you think of, of Polly walnuts you think of yeah, if he was if he was a video game character, uh, the first person that comes to mind is obviously <laughs> Dan from Street Fighter. There's a guy named Dan in Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. There is. Well, there was a Ken, so I guess that's not too far off. But I would not fight in uh, <laughs> my fighting video game with Dan. So, but I guess he's the dawn of the Street Fighter universe. That uh, we're getting at. Yeah. Um, he's uh, basically just a. Uh, Ken with a ponytail, to be honest with you. So okay, so he's like Furio. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Furio in a gi. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's model. That sounds good. That sounds super hot. So here's another great fan theory about the ending of the show. This time from the subreddit R Fan Theories. Spoilers for ending and throughout. This is the the title of the thread, but also, uh, I guess if you're listening to this and don't want to know how the show ends, uh, tune out folks so uh i was talking to my girlfriend about how throughout the seasons of the sopranos the last episode always shows a few minutes montage showing how tony's actions affect everyone around him in unseen ways by glimpsing at the lives of side characters that had been ripped off in previous episodes you see dave scatino sleeping rough or drug addicts hang out in that jewish hotel and then she realized it was the jewish guys who killed tony there's foreshadowing all over the story mm. the guy tells is being tortured by Tony spells it out. You ever heard of the Masada? For two years, 900 Jews held their own against 15,000 <laughs> Roman soldiers. They chose death before enslavement. The Romans? Where are they now? To which Tony replies, You're looking at them, asshole. Ever since then, these hardworking, <laughs> made-in-America businessmen have watched their livelihoods spiral into decay. But they held out, they held their own, and chose death before continuing to be enslaved by the Romans. Okay. And, uh, one response from user Boopity Scoobity. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Um, if I remember correctly, the the Jewish guys that the OP is talking about are on the cut from Tony and his crew, uh, yeah. and are making hand over fist and money without uh, having to do any sort of dirty work. So, uh, I guess that makes sense why they would whack Tony. I guess. Mm. Well, I mean, so certain types of people just have no morals or courage. So yeah, they might do. That. <laughs> Yeah, I get what, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, we agree. Okay, great. <laughs> well, speaking of the finale, uh-huh. uh, someone put out a tweet earlier this month celebrating the anniversary of the finale of The Sopranos. Thirteen years ago today, one of the greatest television shows of all time had their finale, and a guy who goes by at Golf and Gambling replied with this: "100% agree. Greatest show of all time." My theory is that Benoff and Weiss were huge Sopranos fans, and that's why they tanked Game of Thrones, because for a long time, it looked like the Sopranos crown was about to be taken. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> D- does it? <laughs> I just thought that I, my theory is that those guys aren't good at making TV. <laughs> well, that's a problem as well, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I completely forgot about Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> that it even existed. Yeah, I think once it ended, like everyone was just like, "Oh, I don't care. I don't care about that show anymore at all." <laughs> like Lily, I've I've heard it mentioned like six times in the past year. That's true. Yeah, and most of those times were related to Elizabeth Warren, first of her name. Uh, yeah, but The Sopranos is uh, more popular than ever. Here, uh, twenty some odd years after it premiered, pretty crazy to think about. That's true. Uh, a lot of people watch The Sopranos, even uh, nephews. Am I the asshole for letting my 12-year-old nephew watch The Sopranos? <laughs> Once a month, my older brother and my sister-in-law like to book a fancy hotel room for a weekend and have some alone time. When they do this, I look after my nephew at my apartment, and they pick him up on Sunday when they check out. Typically, me and my nephew order some pizzas, watch movies, play video games, and hang out. I really enjoy these weekends since I don't usually get to see him, and he's a great kid. So this past weekend, we were hanging out, and he asked if we could watch some of The Sopranos. I figured that was okay. I realized there's violence and nudity on the show, but I know he's seen Game of Thrones and John Wick and stuff like that, so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I figured The Sopranos would be fairly tame compared to them. Over the course of the weekend, we watched the first six episodes. Monday, I get a call from my sister-in-law. She's furious I let him watch that. She says it's completely inappropriate, and it's like letting him watch porn. I honestly didn't think she'd have this reaction, but I do apologize and let her know that I didn't disturb her or anything, and I'm sure he's seen worse stuff anyway. She calls that irresponsible and that she's not letting him stay over anymore. At this, I say she's making a mountain out of a molehill and overreacting a little bit, and she hung up on me then. She hasn't spoken to me since. Uh-huh. And a uh, now-deleted user said, You're not the asshole. The kid's an asshole. <laughs> He took advantage of you by telling you he watched John Wick, Game of Thrones, etc. to convince you to let him watch The Sopranos. And by the way, The Sopranos is hardly like him watching porn. It won like 21 Emmys, 5 Golden Globes, and 2 Peabody's for Christ's sake. It's a cultural icon. Yeah, so the, it's the kid's fault. Yeah. Correct. Uh, That's right. And it's also uh, <laughs> fine if he can watch it because it won uh, 21 Emmys. Well, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. It's it's it won like 21 like Emmys, 21. five Golden Globes, and two Peabody's. <laughs> the guy obviously looked it up. He didn't have to put like in there. Um, yeah, I just imagine the kid coming back like wearing like oversized linen shirts and like smoking cigars. Yeah. <laughs> Ma, where's the gabagool? Oh. Like, what? <laughs> who who are you? <laughs> what is going on here? Oh. Uh, 
and not to mention, I mean, okay, so the guy's saying he's not. Most kids are assholes, so yeah, there is one kernel of truth in that that reply. So uh, <laughs> I can't imagine personally. I can't imagine being twelve and watching the first six episodes of Sopranos. Like that's it's a dense show, and uh, you know, there's some whacking and stuff, but. It it's I mean that's that's six hours of mostly just old Italians talking to each other, <laughs> yeah, breathing very heavily, yeah, eating a lot of food, yeah. yeah. <laughs> worst worst uh, worst six episode runs of the show to watch in the first six. I got to say that was actually fairly, I I think that's probably true. Yeah, uh, the show got <laughs> certainly more dark and uh, twisted later on. God, please. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the Joker. Mm. James Gandolfini in Joker makeup. Like, I'm going to look that up, too, because I'm sure that's got to be out there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, a guy named of, name of Dunafall Faux Crusher mm. started a thread titled The Sopranos! Exclamation point. Mm. Over on Stormfront.org. Yes. How many folks here on Stormfront happen to tune in every weekend and happen to catch The Sopranos' final season? Or, perhaps, have we watched the series from beginning to end? Although I haven't seen every episode, I do enjoy the show quite a bunch. There's always some interesting plot or hit that makes it worth watching. Unfortunately, there's a fair bit of activity which I describe as undesirable, LOL. But hey, it's TV, and it's to be expected. <laughs> It's not uh, TV, it's HBO. Actually. I want to point that out. <laughs> Get a fucking foremost. right, dude. Uh, a user goes by the name of Miss Misanthropy, uh, who, which is alternating capital and lowercase letters. It looks like shit. Absolutely. Replied. Looks great. <laughs> the Sopranos seems a bit overrated. I mean, does the Italian mob even exist anymore? Especially here in the U.S. with all the African meso... <laughs> Mezzatizo, mulatto, and Asian moms. Mm. Also, it downplays Jewish involvement in organized crime when it's actually <laughs> Italians who have had an insignificant role in organized oh. crime. One good aspect of the show, however, is it's a portrayal of the ethnocentrism and quote-unquote racism of Italians. Tony and his wife seemed unnerved when the son started dating the Dominican mulatta. Same for the black-Jew hybrid of Meadows in one of the earlier seasons. Other than that, it seems too eager to portray Italians as criminals. <laughs> they are starting to do the same with all the uh, Irish mob movies and shows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as you folks are going to find out today, lots of people have opinions about the Jews and the Sopranos. <laughs> uh, not even just on Stormfront, all over the place. Uh, for example, this is from the subreddit Debate Alt-Right. An example of propaganda in a popular TV show. I happen to see this in an episode of The Sopranos. TV is cringe, I know. I don't watch it just to watch it. It's quote-unquote family time and all that. It gives us something to talk about. Anyway, this one was particularly bad. Here's a list of what I remember. It represented Jews as noble, not afraid to die, and as property owners, all of which are typically false. It represented a roughly 17-year-old student as a mere child, legitimizing the childish parental punishment of late teens, the drinking age, and the schooling system. It represented Freud's, uh, Freud's psychoanalytic theories of projection, displacement, and unconscious as a reality. <laughs> I tend to be nice to psychoanalysis, but it's still propaganda. Okay. It represented prostitution as a fun thing you buy for your dying friend. <laughs> what? <laughs> Obligatory gratuitous violence, I guess, to satisfy the aggression drives of the masses. 
Obviously, thuggery was glorified, not violence for noble ends, but for money and status. This was just one episode. I'm sure I missed a lot more, but you can clearly see what this does to the untrained mind. It makes you a greedy, anti-white coomer, as is characteristic of the masses today. (laughs) Imagine if, instead of sexual mores were taken seriously, if violence was a last resort and only for a good cause, if racial depictions were accurate, etc. Imagine how much difference the masses would behave. Okay. Yeah. So... The guy likes the whole Freud thing, I guess. Uh, yeah, which is I mean, interesting. All things considered, plus yes. Uh, what I what I found to be very interesting was him saying that Jews are typically not property owners, because that's because <laughs> that's now, like a whole thing. Yeah, that is a <laughs> that is not something I would expect. In fact, I believe in that thread there were uh, folks calling him out for that. I was like, "What are you talking? About? The Jews own everything." So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's why it's the debate alt right. Uh, that's right. So Reddit, great. They can get yeah. together and some have their own. Whoa, 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 whoa! You want to hate Jews? You got to hate them the right way here, pal. <laughs> get your facts straight, right? Yeah, I, I I'm not really sure uh, his theory here that it can be considered propaganda uh, as it's a uh, fictional TV show. But I guess that's um, I guess that's. Part, I guess that's probably true that it would be propaganda then because it's appealing to the masses. Uh, I also like the fact that he slipped uh, Coomer in there, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great like 4chan uh, <laughs> like, uh, re- reference. So you can kind of see where he probably spends a lot of his time when he's not in a Absolutely. debate alt-right yeah. uh, subreddit. And the big problem with this guy and so many other folks is uh, they mm-hmm. seem to think that the show is glorifying these guys. Like, they're clear like every single person on the show dies for the horrible things they do pretty much correct like, yeah it's not meant to be this noble thing but unfortunately a lot of people uh, never really figured that out yeah um i think it, i think the subtlety and even some of it is not also subtle is lost on a number of people that uh that's right are just like the mafia is cool yeah <laughs> like, they're like being an Italian guy, being a big fat Italian guy uh, with ties to organized crime is cool, and then completely missing uh, every other aspect of the show. That's right. Because the whole mafia thing makes up a very small part of the actual series. So, um, hmm, boy. Well, since we're talking about Jews, mm. <laughs> yes, someone. It's <laughs> a great segue. Yeah. Yeah. Someone asked, are the Sopranos, <laughs> has anyone noticed that the show often uses people of Jewish background to play Italians on the show? Hmm. And uh, Mr. Ubuntu commented, this is some racist ass shit. Ah. So the OP came back to clarify, it's not racist unless you interpret it in a malicious way. It's just an observation. <laughs> I think it highlights both the physical and cultural cultural likeness between some Jewish people and Italians. Some nationalities and races simply can, can't play another race in a movie, where others can. I think one of the capos who died in the first episode in season six is Greek by origin, and I think Greeks too can get away with playing Italians on screen. Mm. I am half Greek and half Jewish, and frequently have been told from both sides of my family that Greeks and Jews are hard to distinguish. Una fatsa, una rasta. So, uh, Yankees5988 replied, welcome to Reddit, where you can be racist against everyone except black people. Oh, so, mm, you know, we have thousands of hours of evidence that suggest (laughs) otherwise, I would say. (laughs) 
in the uh, report this post archives. Uh, they are right that uh, the the OP that Greeks really are like the catch-all for whatever barely white mongrel you want to put on the silver screen. Just just <sighs> mutt creature from whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My theory is that Greeks are just. Uh, somehow larger, angrier Italian people. That's that's always been my yeah. How I viewed the Greek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, bigger eyebrows, uh, like <laughs> wider heads. <laughs> let's just go into some phrenology right now. Let's yeah, just, let's just peel this back. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Sopranos, a user Sal Bompensero posted to are the Sopranos. <laughs> Am I alone in thinking many saints of Newark will stink? And mm. for those unaware, uh, many saints of Newark is the name of a prequel movie coming out next year. It will be based in Newark in the 1960s during the race riots they had there, and will star Tony and Chrissy's dads doing all their 60s goomba shit. Anyway, this guy Sal had this to say about his worries. I feel like it's going to be some very SJW take on the Newark riots. And the only reason Chase got support for it is because he shoehorned in a few Sopranos-related characters as cameos. I have a mm. feeling it's another middle finger by David Chase at fans who wanted a prequel. You want a prequel of Johnny Boy in the 60s? Okay, here's Johnny being a bigot in the 60s, and he's the bad guy. And drug addict Dickie Moltisanti is the guy who brings peace between Johnny and black gangsters and gets killed for his efforts. Enjoy. Just another passive-aggressive snub at the fans who enjoyed the mob aspects of the show. And user variable 114 responded, As if this wasn't sad enough that you used the term SJW to prejudge something you know literally nothing about is just next level. But I guess you get to hate it and just feel justified now, and God forbid it has a message that's remotely about tolerance, then you can't rant about how the SJWs are ruining everything. Please. <laughs> to which Sal responded, Tolerance is weakness. Ah, hmm. sure. Okay. Sounds like a real, he's a real made guy, huh? Yeah. He's a real tough, real hard <laughs> cookie there. <laughs> and just like previously, this guy somehow thinks that David Chase making the main characters deplore would be a middle finger towards the fans, despite this being exactly what the show <laughs> has always it's been. It's correct, yeah. Uh, it's very, str- I think people have their own, they look through it through their own prism, right? You and can, like, yeah. The idea like this guy, that David Chase is going to use his platform to promote like a message of like pos- either po- like inclusion or positivity is like oh here, here SJWs are at it mm-hmm. again right like come on man <laughs> like okay but it's okay. it's I mean th- that's what the whole show he's he's right it, it he could also be thinking that yeah this is what David Chase did with all the characters he made them look horrible never look cool always made them the bad guys. But if that's the case and he hates it, why does he like The Sopranos? Because <laughs> he likes he likes everything outside of that. He 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 lo- he likes the idea of the show more so than the the presentation. I think yeah. is what it is. Like the idea behind it. Good God! I don't know. It's like a guy it's, who like loves uh, I don't know comic books, but he's like, you know, I like the costumes and everything. But it, these fucking comic book writers they keep making these guys do their special powers and shit like i don't want to see that <laughs> seems a little over the top it's, uh, it's big middle a finger too fantastic to me yeah and speaking of fantastic if you head over to patreon.com slash report this post you can get so many great bonus episodes of report this post including 
uh, extra content every week from the main topic. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Yes, sir. Great. So head over there, check it out, and there's other perks as well. Uh, you can pick a show topic. You can get a drawing done by Christian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a very good one based on that uh, exasperated sigh that he just gave at the, <laughs> the very idea of doing it. So go check it out. Uh, you know, make him, if you really want to make Christian upset, make him do one of those drawings. Uh, pay the money for it. He'll be so, so angry about it. Yeah, please let it be uh, something, uh, Geiger doing something or uh, disgusting and or something disgusting being done to him. That seems to be the trend. Yep. <laughs> I honestly cannot understand, but <laughs> you know what? At least it's not me. So, yeah. at least it's not That's me. a challenge, folks. Make it him next time. <laughs> Great. So, uh, I found a forum called thechaselounge.net, which is okay. a great little play on words there. And it's a site for fans of The Sopranos to come together and discuss their favorite show. Now, why is it a play on words? Because uh, there's a, a piece of furniture called a chase lounge, uh-huh. which is like a long... And then David, the chase, David Chase Lounge, uh-huh. like a place where you would hang out. Now, who's David Chase? Okay. A guy whose name on the forum is Silvio Mancini started a thread in the Sopranos symbolism and subtext section of the site. Mm. It is titled the way to every gangster's heart is through the stomach. Mm. This thread is a work in progress. Stay tuned for more. With that said, I recently have observed the ridiculous amounts of time that there are references to the stomach on the show that it begs some kind of looking at from a fanatic like me willing to quote unquote go there. Mm. I believe the large and small of it shall receive the links to so many different sausages made of gold that at the least, very least it can be slightly entertaining exercise to burn off some of those calories from all that eating. We will explore every fart, every vomit, every gunshot, every gut punch, and every colonoscopy, every single reference to stomach or ass or any part of the digestive system that is referenced. And as I've said, stay tuned, this is going to be some thick sauce. This is the first and only post mm. of this thread. Mm-mm-mm. So, looks like old Silvio there uh, couldn't Ooh, stomach Mm-mm. sitting through the Sopranos again for his little uh, experiment. Really missed out on some primo tummy analysis from that guy. <laughs> Do you think he would have uh, accepted the whole spleen removal thing that Christopher had? Like, would, is that close enough to the stomach for him to probably yeah. accept it into his... Uh, all right, so maybe we can get get this thing revived, right? <laughs> Joining our uh, our new podcast, our second, our Sopranos ass podcast, <laughs> whatever the hell we would call it, <laughs> the, so- the Sopranos ass. Is that what the what you thinking? <laughs> anyway, I still think Karen Zidi is a great name for a podcast, but uh, that's just me. Mm. So, uh, well, we all have theories and opinions. Okay, this one's from Reddit. Would love to hear your feedback on The Sopranos and its fantastic cast. My all-time favorite character is Paulie Walnuts because he's got big MGTOW mindset. <laughs> MGTOW. 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 User oh, Limp and Limp responded, Great show, awesome character, bang all these strippers, and is just a great fucking asshole. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> a deleted user said, Ralphie is the best character. Oof. Yeah. 
To which the OP what, responded, Ralphie was funny, but he was too arrogant. He got a stripper pregnant and then tried killing her, if I remember. Uh. Uh, <laughs> to which uh, Baltimore responded, Actually, she started hitting him after he insulted her. Bitch thought she can get away with, but alas, it was Ralphie. Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, if memory serves, uh, he didn't try killing her. He, I believe he smashed her head against her guardrail and uh, left her there. And she's, Is that not? she extremely died. Yeah. <laughs> there was not okay. any, no, no mystery there. She's very dead after him slamming her head into a guardrail dozens of times. Yeah. <laughs> Just making sure I was watching the same show. <laughs> How did this guy tune out at that point? <laughs> You know what? Anyway, though, I gotta get some for, coffee. To be of. fair, maybe some some of these folks have a maybe they watched it on A and E, like and with some of the stuff mm, edited out. Forgot about that. So maybe it was just like a thing where they like they cut out like the stuff like that. And the guy's like, "Yeah, you know, she just like left or whatever." Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, what I really like about this thread is the idea of Polly, who is like probably one of the saddest, like loneliest characters on the show. Yeah being like looked up to by these MGTOW guys like <laughs> he, he's cool <laughs> like, yeah I mean his Polly fucks his like, whole that's story cool. is that he's like completely alone all the time he's insane he uh he throws a chair at a ghost and says fucking queers he's he's not right in the head uh his he's right in the head in terms of hair I'll give him that hair looks fucking great <laughs> That's a sharp, gotta, sharp looking. You got to get on it. You got to get on that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna bleach the sides of your head. Let's do. I'm it. doing the pointing right now with the, <laughs> the index the, and the pinky. The pink, the pinky out. Yeah, he's oh, the best. <laughs> great user Pudgy Walsh, which is a great, great username, uh, posted this review of the finale on R Sopranos. The sabotage of AJ Soprano by the cowards Tony and Carmela. Ah. AJ has come to the realization that he doesn't need his big, dumb, expensive SUV. He has started working out. He plans on joining the army, which would be a great move for someone like him. He starts to actually show signs that he is breaking free from the Soprano curse. What do his parents do? Tony interrupts his jog, pulls up next to him and says, Get in. AJ, of course, stops running and hops in the car. Tony and Carmela buy him a BMW that he uses to pick up his high school girlfriend. They put the kibosh on him going into the army. They basically tell him that they want to buy him a club. They get him a do-nothing job at Little Carmine's production studio working on a film about a detective that gets sucked into the internet to solve murders of prostitutes. One of the greatest tragedies of the series. (laughs) (laughs) So, of all the rapes and murders, brutal assaults, (laughs) one of the greatest tragedies is Tony getting his son a job. That's right. (laughs) And a BMW. (laughs) <laughs> Tony say getting his son a job and saying, "I don't want you to get uh, blown up at a in the war." Yeah, like okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> AJ really is a particularly shit character in terms of just being a little shithead. But oh yeah, for sure. His uh, his suicide attempt, the final season was pretty funny. You gotta get that. It's it's very good, <laughs> and Tony jumping in fully clothed. It's just like a, it's a very uh, it's like a very realistic thing, but it's also like 
Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> Imagine like jumping into a pool in like a wool jacket. Like, ah, <laughs> uh, suicide's funny, folks. Now, speaking of unpopular opinions, this is from our unpopular opinion: The Sopranos was a bad show. Wow. And uh, okay. no further contribution from the OP beyond that thread title. Uh, but there was <laughs> this post by user ThyroidNOS. It's certainly one of the most overrated shows of all time. A show about low-life mobsters has a ceiling of how great it can actually be. That being said, it worked best as a comedy. Like when they beat up mm. Big Nose at his own intervention. Overall, <laughs> it was a very entertaining show. And the user Blondish asked, What do you think are the greatest shows? To which Thyroid Nosh responded, The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So, okay. So. One of the most overrated <laughs> shows of all time, but also overall very entertaining and also the greatest show of all time. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. It's overrated. Uh, and I love it. I, I, I can't get enough There's of nothing, it. Uh, nothing better. <laughs> That is such an that is such a good oh my god. That's so good. I just I, I like where do you go from there with that? Just like okay. I think we go to our next post. All right, great. User None Righteous asked the Goombas over at R the Sopranos, in your experience, do women enjoy the Sopranos as much as men? Hmm. I'm on my third rewatch of this show, and I've constantly been raving to my girlfriend about how it's just a masterpiece of film, but I get the feeling she probably wouldn't be into it as I am. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like the show caters more to the average man's senses of interest than woman. Struggle of lust and power, violence, sex, etc. And I'm not saying that women don't enjoy these things in their shows or movies, but I've never tried to get a woman to watch the show before, so ladies out there in this sub or guys who have gotten a female friend or partner to watch, how did it go? And uh, the top comment from user Tyron underscore Weems is, I feel like women should watch The Sopranos in a little cart behind the car, like in the cartoons. Um, which, <clears throat> not quite sure what that means, but the OP did reply to it. They come on this sub, but they talk about oven cleaner, anything else. They got to go to R2X chromosome. Yes. So Now... The little car comment is a direct reference to something that Tony said in season four as a joke to Dr. Melfi. Okay. That flew directly okay. over her head. And uh, apparently it flew <laughs> over your over head as my well. Head. <laughs> uh, so, hmm, interesting. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know what I realized too is that I made myself all the women on the episode artwork, like in, unintentionally, mm. just like was like, Every time I was like, I'm just okay, a female character. I'll make myself that. I realize that later. So, hey, you know what? Okay. Maybe mm. I should go to uh, R2X chromosomes. I think this is going, people are going to look back in like three years when you're like completely trans and be like, ah. <laughs> ah. The, there it one is. One of the awakened moments, yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of women, my, my wife loves The Sopranos very much. In fact, she said to me many times just this week how much she is overwhelmingly sexually attracted to Tony Soprano. <laughs> that is one. So you're in a good spot then, is what you're saying. You're gonna. What does that mean? Well, you're you you you're at the point now. You're you're dieting. I think you should go the other way. I think you should start <laughs> packing it on. Just really start. Just breathing that. very heavily. 
around her. <laughs> like it, well, you don't you do, so this isn't sexy to you is what you're saying now. Okay, interesting because earlier and uh I I only have to barely be more of an asshole to her to uh <laughs> sort of <laughs> I get, I get a goo maw as well, so that'd be that could be fun. Boy, that's oof, that's a lot of work. Can't can't even imagine. Ugh. Folks, one woman is tough enough. Yeah, let alone thirty to forty that are in Christian DMs. <laughs> now, oh, I hate this. I hate it. <laughs> I I found a Facebook group called Richie April Appreciation Society. <laughs> now, if you're unaware. Richie April is one of the central figures of the second season of The Sopranos. He's a real tough, psychotic wise guy <laughs> He's totally who nuts. joins the show after being in, in prison for 10 years. And uh, he immediately, the f- very first scene he's in, he smashes a coffee pot against a guy's face. And then <laughs> later in this, the episode, he runs over that guy and cripples him for life. But... <laughs> <laughs> this Richie was brilliantly portrayed by veteran actor David Preval, who yeah. uh, he was in Shawshank Redemption and other you know good character actor. So a gentleman named Larry DeBowner left a comment on that Richie April Appreciation Society group. Not only is he the best actor in life, he is also my uncle. Love you, Larry. This is cool. very sweet. So I wanted to find out more about Larry. I went to his profile, okay. and here's the most recent post. For all of Larry's Facebook friends, Larry passed away on March 9th at <laughs> 9.20 p.m. It was God peaceful it. and surrounded by those he loved and cherished. There's going to be a memorial for Larry Sunday at 3 p.m. So, Good God. If, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What's up? What's wrong? Okay, well. That's so fucking grim. <laughs> now, um, Geiger, if I'm correct in my remembering, uh, is it Richie, who is an absolute horrendous monster on the show, he is your favorite Sopranos character. That's right. I, re- <laughs> okay. just, just making sure. Okay. Yeah, great. he's, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's got those, uh, uh, Manson lamps, as uh, Mr. Gandolfini refers refers to his crazy, insane his eyes, eyes when he's just yeah. staring. Oof. Yeah, he is good. He's good. He's good. And that whole arc he's in is also very good. He's also like so. uh, five five, which is you know, got a, not a lot of role models in uh, in media for us uh, insane manlets. So it's good to have one. Great. So, um, there's a lot of reviews of this show out there. Mm-hmm. I've watched a couple uh, YouTube channel reviews of, of different people of varying intelligence levels just to, after watching the show, which is... Uh, it, it, folks, go out there and just type in Sopranos Review on YouTube and just fall down a rabbit hole of guys with, like, uh, <laughs> guys with like an iPhone 5 propped up in their filthy living room, like, telling you what it means. It's great. But here's a review of the show uh, from commonsensemedia.org by a guy named David Wallace. Worse for kids than pornography. Excellent show. (laughs) Awful role models. Profuse cursing. Nudity. Simulated intercourse. Frequent displays of high-end items. 
$15,000 watches, diamond earrings, and necklaces. Virtually every character curses, including the FBI, kids, and doctors. The mobsters commit murders as his life has no value. The mobsters show no remorse, and the show portrays them, portrays them as the heroes. There are numerous bar scenes, heroin, meth, crack, cigars, and cigarettes. There's domestic abuse. Graphic decapitation, people burned alive, smothering elderly women, brutal beatings, often accompanied by laughing and cheering, strangling, prostitute killing, castration, a head gets run over by an idling car with children in the backseat, and countless shootings, literally countless, at least one per episode. There are many more illegal gambling scenes, prostitution, and robbery. The show sends the message that it's cool to be a mobster. This show can impact a child or even some adults in a very negative way. So the summary of the show, this title contains violence and scariness, drinking, drugs, and smoking, sexy stuff, language, and consumerism, worst of all. Uh, David Wallace gave this show five stars uh, in his review. <laughs> yeah. Consumerism. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really odd. Yeah. I, t- I take issue uh, with him saying that the the shootings are literally countless. Well... <laughs> I, I, if you're determined enough, if you're going to do a shooting counting podcast of The Sopranos or whatever, you could you could do it if you really wanted to, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's an idea that we're working on now here at the <laughs> RTP Enterprise. Ugh. We're gonna we're one episode per every shot. Oh fired my god. In the Sopranos. <laughs> oh boy, can we do the show one minute at a time, like some of those <laughs> awful podcasts? <laughs> the isn't there somebody's doing that with like Star Wars, right? That's that that's that started like ten years ago, or like they I think they've done it with every sort of dorky media okay, property sure. now. I'm sure there's a sure. Marvel movie one too. Oh oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> the guy is correct that the show does accurately show children that mobsters are cool and role models. <laughs> I mean, they're bad, cool. You know, they're cool. They're cool, bad, right? <laughs> they're bad boys, yeah. They, <laughs> and they're and, and they are sexy. So, as we've said, yeah, as we've been told over and over again, they are sexy. <laughs> well, um, Christian, it is time to wrap up this episode. I will have one more post to get to. Uh, in the meantime, <laughs> folks, if you want to hear even more, uh, we have 19 extra bonus Sopranos posts over at patreon.com slash report this post. That bonus episode covers topics like opioids, uh, Meadows' big ass, <laughs> men's fashion, and so much more anti-Semitism. It's so good, folks. So yeah, head over there to patreon.com slash report this post. But I, before you go there, why don't you sit back and listen as I tell a story. Oh, no. I found <laughs> a fan fiction story from the website Archive of Our Own. It's called An Offer He Couldn't Refuse. <laughs> and here's the summary. <laughs> I like this already. Frank the Fairy foolishly borrowed money from the mob and after losing it all in a bad investment is determined to pay Tony back no matter what the coast. So, <laughs> great start. <laughs> off to the, yeah, great. <laughs> off to the races, man. <laughs> Frank the Fairy knew it was a bad idea to take a loan from the mob. 
He was certain his investment would return the money threefold. <laughs> However, it's so tragic the way life never works out the way we want it to. Frank knew the smart thing to do was to get out of town and change his name. Otherwise, Tony's boys would beat him black and blue. But Frank was a very honor-bound person. He gave his word to Tony that he would pay him back, and somehow he would. That afternoon, he went to the bank and practically emptied out his savings. It wasn't much, but he hoped that Tony would appreciate the gesture. He knocked on the large double doors to Tony's mansions. He was greeted by two large Italian men in suits. I'm Frank Fairmount. I'm here to see Mr. Soprano. One of the thugs escorted him to the living room and shut the door behind him, locking him in the study. Tony entered shortly after. You got a lot of balls coming here, Tony said <laughs> as he walked over to the bar and poured himself a drink. Here, yeah, it's a little over 500. I know it doesn't come close to a quarter of what I owe you, but it's all I could scrape together. I hope it would be better than nothing, but if you want to kick my ass, I'll understand. <laughs> Tony let out a light chuckle as he lit the cigar. He walked over to the armchair and sat down in his favorite recliner, like a king on his throne. Frankie hated to admit it, but there was something so deliciously low about him. The way he sat there groping his balls and playing with his cock. <laughs> Frankie could see the outline of Tony's cock harding through his pants as he became erect. So what are we going to do about this, Tony said. <laughs> you tell me. I'll do anything, Tony. Anything? Tony said, smiling a wicked grin as he took another puff of his cigar. Crawl, said Tony, gesturing down to the floor. What? Get on your knees and crawl, Tony ordered. Frankie did as Tony said and crawled to him on his hands and knees like a dog. He crawled to him until his face was practically in his crotch. Then, Tony unzipped his pants, letting his thick Italian cock pop out. <laughs> Tony smacked Frankie in the face a few times before he said, Suck it! Frankie did as what he was told. He wrapped his pillowy lips around Tony's thick cock and began to suck it. Tony tilted head back and moaned in ecstasy as Frank gave Tony a nice slow blowjob. But soon, Tony revealed his true dominate colors. Tony grabbed the back of Frank's head and forced his cock deep down his throat. You gag my fucking cock while I fuck your face. <laughs> and Frank gagged on it, the sound of which just turned Tony on more and made him harder. He pulled him off his cock and said, Yeah, lick my balls, lick my fucking balls. Frank Dennis, Tony said, and began to lick and suck on his big bull balls. He slapped Frank in the face with his thick Italian sausage. You like those balls? Yes, sir. Sit on it, Tony command. What? I said sit on my fucking dick! <laughs> so Frank stood up and took his pants and underwear off, letting them fall to the floor. Tony turned them around, spread his cheeks, and spit on his hole before Morgan sat on his <laughs> Frankie's hole was so tight, he almost wasn't able to get okay. Tony's thick mushroom head past it. But then he felt Tony's cock penetrating the pink plush of his ass, spreading his hole wider and wider until Tony was balls deep inside him. All nine inches. Yeah, no fuck yourself, Tony told him. Frank did as he said and began to ride his cock, slow at first, then hastened the pace while Tony leaned back smoking his cigar and enjoying the ride. The, di the idea of having his own personal little sex slave would do all the work while he just lied there filled him with fantastic excitement. Frank rode Tony's cock for hours until he came inside. <laughs> Panting, exhausting, and drenched in sweat, Frank slid off of Tony Soprano's giant cock. He collected his things, and while he got dressed, he turned to Tony, whose cock was still hanging out of his pants. 
Are we good, Tony? Tony sat there for a moment, basking in the afterglow. He finished cigar and said, Well, since you only paid me one-fourth of what you owe, I suggest you come back here three more times. Yes, sir. <sighs> good, but before you go, why don't you get over here and clean my cock with your mouth? The end. <laughs> okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it, oh. yeah? <laughs> what else do no, you have? Nope. Nope. Uh, nope. I, I don't know if I missed something, but at one point... Uh, Frankie's referred to as Morgan. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I'm not sure what uh how that happened, but uh some sort of draft that was edited without uh, the control left it and catch all of them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh but yeah, that was uh, that was a lot of fun. And again, patreon.com slash report is supposed to hear well, not more of that, but more uh, more posts in general about our our favorite television program, The Sopranos. Mm. How you doing, bud? I have nothing. I you know what? <laughs> well, since we're done with that, why don't we go ahead and take a, a preview at next week's show? Next week I'll report this post. Next week I'll report this post. Next week I'll report this post. More of the same old shit. Now, Christian, what the hell is on next week's show? Graduation. Graduation, folks. That's right. The uh, June is all about dads and grads. Um, we did dads last year, I believe, right? That's correct. So yeah. now we're on to grads. Next year, I don't know what we'll do for June. Uh, if the show's still around by then, God help us all. I was going to say, I'll probably be dead. Yeah. So. so graduation, uh, you graduated, right? I did. A couple different things, I would imagine. Uh, yep, that's right. High school, college. That's right. I didn't go to college. I don't know if I graduated high school, so okay, this good. is going to be <laughs> interesting. And yet, I'm the I'm the alpha. It's you, interesting how that how that turned out. You you don't know if you graduated high school? Never really found out. You know, we could talk more about that next week on the show. Yeah, I think that's probably that's safe. That. I uh, but I'll give you guys a little preview uh, with this post that I found. Uh, this is from our child free. Which, if you remember, is a subreddit dedicated to people who don't want children. There's correct a million subscribers to that somehow. Just, <laughs> just on that idea. <laughs> There's the thread title. My friend and I graduated college, but her family is celebrating a kindergarten graduation. We both graduated from a state university. She graduated with honors with a degree in accounting. Her family decided to celebrate kindergarten graduation instead of hers. Her nephew, quote-unquote, graduated from kindergarten. I had no idea this was a thing, but it's happening. For a minute, I thought her family would surprise her, but nope. A five-year-old got gifts and such. She didn't get squat from them. They knew she graduated, but they don't seem to care. Four years of brutal accounting classes with honors and nothing for her. And a user responded with, Holy shit, what the fuck? That's so disgusting. (laughs) Yes. Uh, yes. The five-year-old getting gifts... But not the adult is truly disgusting. Way too much for these guys to take. Yep. Well, if I recall, we did a child-free episode, right? 
We did. And uh, something I remember a lot of is that all these child-free people are seem to be big, fat, dumb adult babies themselves. That's right. They're uh, <laughs> very needy and yeah. desirous of uh, lots of childlike attention. So I guess it's not surprising that they would be offended by this. Uh, yeah, that's right. The the world revolves around them. Correct. Hmm. Oof. Don't know what that's like. <laughs> You're right. You don't because you have three children. So yeah. Your life is over and no one will remember you when you die. So. <laughs> Great. Uh, so I we're done with that again next week. Uh, graduation. Uh, if you, if you guys, uh, have any great posts about graduation, go ahead and send them in. Report this post at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at report this post. You can send all your great posts. We even have a voicemail, which we'll get to in a second when we get to our next segment, which is me prompting Christian with this question. Were there any posts this week that made you say? This ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. If this shit sucks, why'd you post this script? message this ain't it kill yourself yes sir uh, this was posted to our cuckolding mm. uh, which is a topic that we dipped our beautiful little pink toes into back in episode 85 which is was our polyamory mm-hmm. episode the title of this post is my bull stole my husband and i don't know how to deal with this I made a throwaway for this. We started in this lifestyle about six months ago. I found a bull who I really liked, and we got along really well. Soon, my husband joined in by watching, and then he helped us a bit and got more involved. After some time, I started telling him to blow the bull to make him ready for me, and he didn't object at all. I was surprised, but this didn't, but that he, but didn't object. It led to me watching him bull the, blow the bull, and the bull coming all over his mouth. <laughs> I wanted to take it further, so I asked the bull to fuck my husband. But we had to practice for that, as my bull is one on the bigger side. So I started ducking my husband with a strap on, and we slowly progressed to the bull. It led me to watching the bull fuck him. I sent them on errands together to humiliate him. <laughs> but they became friends afterwards, and I didn't mind. Yesterday, my husband told me that he wants a divorce. This literally came out of nowhere. I checked his phone, but found nothing, and was lost as to why. I went to the bull's house and told him that he needs to talk to him, but he seemed reluctant to do that. He told me that my husband is dating him. I thought that this was a joke set up by them. If it, it wasn't, he is serious about this, and now the both of them are dating. This is a side of cuckolding nobody told me about. I don't know what to say or how to feel. I can't even talk to anybody about this. I feel so embarrassed. Yep. So that'll do it. That lady got uh, that lady uh, got the whole the tables were turned on her and her cuckolding lifestyle. She is not the cuck. Uh, Read that little snippet there and to myself said, this ain't it, chief. Uh, so. Sent them on errands together to humiliate him. <laughs> to humiliate him. What does that mean? But <laughs> Boy, this guy, my husband really likes getting uh, his, his hole blown out by this guy. I better embarrass him by sending him to the store together. Yeah, we've got hell? a lot of Kohl's uh, cash we need to, to use, <laughs> so I'm going to humiliate him by getting him to buy a new attachment for the KitchenAid with uh, the, the big bull that's blowing him out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, you know what you, you know what they say: you mess with the bull, you get the horns. So this is uh, this is exactly what happened for this uh, this young couple. Well, the husband got the horn, That's... and the wife uh, was hornless. So she's she's probably she's probably pretty horn on her own though. So uh, she can come into my DMs. Let's we'll just throw <clears> that in there. Why not? Uh, do we have any listener voicemails for we sh- this? Ain't it, Chief? We sure do. This is a call from Cliff, and if you want to leave a voicemail of your own that we can then play on the show, uh, that number to call is 904-468-POST. So uh, let's hear what uh, Cliff has to say here on this week's Listener Submitted This Ain't It, Chief. Hey there, fellas. It's Cliff here. I uh, hope you and yours are doing well in these tumultuous times. So I have a post that I want to share. Uh, A lady named Giselle posted the following on Facebook. Look at this, she says, with a screen cap of an advertisement for a t-shirt with a white skeleton kneeling on a brown skeleton and I can't breathe stenciled in red letters. Oh, boy. The shirt is being held up by a portly white guy in combat gear. Clearly, Giselle was disapproving uh, of this extremely racist shirt. So, in reply to this post, a black woman said, ugh, and they wonder why people are angry and burning stuff to the ground. That's a pretty uncontroversial statement, right? Sure. Uh, there was even a handful of replies on agreement and echoing her sentiment, except for one. <laughs> so uh, a black man named Terrence had something to say. Uh, he must have taken some time to uh, you know, scroll through their profile and relationship status because he responded with this. Stay out of it. You love white men. <laughs> God damn it. And the Terrence, I say, the same at Chief. But um, you might be asking yourself, why do I say the same at Chief? Well, dear friends, it turns out the white man that she loves is me. Oh, what a <laughs> twist. Black Lives Matter, fuck the police. Bye-bye. Just like the Sopranos, the ending you didn't expect. <laughs> yeah, you never saw it coming. Yeah. Oh, Cliff, thank you for the call, buddy. And uh, yeah, not a great, <laughs> not a great time for people sharing things on Facebook in general. Yeah, it seems. it's a bad no, time. Nobody's having a good time over there. Yeah, uh, just today had had have a run in with that in my my personal life with someone I know, which we'll talk about. I believe, and <sighs> we'll talk about next week's patreon episode okay great i do want to talk more about that situation but yeah so uh thank you cliff for uh uh telling a black man online that he's not allowed to have an opinion so great time for that one cliff uh good luck with all that so here's my uh submission uh comedian quote-unquote chris delia got busted (laughs) for is that how it's pronounced? I've, I've, yeah, that's is, a name I've seen a million times and I've never actually heard it, or I don't think I've even watched his comedy before. I know he's very popular until mm-hmm. this week when he was busted for fucking or sexting or something with underage girls, and uh, as you would imagine, a lot of great commentary about it online. Quote unquote mm-hmm. comedian Megan Neuringer tweeted this: "If you guys are this upset about Chris Daly, you gotta abs- you're gonna absolutely lose it when you hear about your own close friends." Mm-hmm. And a lady named at Very Chill Girl quote tweeted that and added this: 
Most of your male friends are in a private Discord server sharing revenge slash child porn. Hmm. What? So, uh, apparently, uh, uh, most of male friends that we have are in a private Discord server sharing revenge and child porn. Not, well, not a handful. <laughs> not some. Most. most. Uh, <laughs> I know for a fact if I polled most of my real life friends and, and even asked them, do you know what Discord is? Most of them would have no <laughs> idea what I was talking about. So, what? I guess. Yeah. So I, uh, I guess yeah. that means they're doing. They're getting child porn the old fashioned way. I guess. So I don't know. <laughs> they're they're making themselves, yeah. folks. God. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I saw that post and I said...